Well, howdy, Natural Curiosity Project listeners. This episode is going to be short, and it's a bit of a departure from the norm, but hopefully you'll understand why once I get into it. Hey, knowledge is knowledge, right? So I got an email a few days ago from a fifth-grade student who asked me if I would do a podcast about his favorite animal. His teacher assigned the class a project for which they have to write about their favorite critter and then do a presentation about it to the school. His teacher uses this podcast as part of her curriculum. Thank you, whoever you are. So I agreed to help. So here you go, Jeff. A few words about the lowly roly poly. And take notes, people. There's going to be a test. So let me start with this. Roly polies have lots of names. They're called pill bugs, wood lice, and armadillo bugs. But roly polies aren't bugs. They're actually crustaceans, which makes them, frankly, more closely related to lobsters and shrimp and crayfish than insects, although I wouldn't recommend eating one with lemon and melted butter. In fact, roly-polies and sow bugs, their closest relatives, are the only crustaceans on Earth that spend their entire lives on land. Roly-polies wear their skeletons on the outside of their bodies, like all crustaceans. It's called an exoskeleton, which literally means outside skeleton. As they grow, their exoskeletons become too small for them, so they have to shed them and grow a new one that's bigger. But they do it in two steps. First, they shed their pants, the back end of their shell, and then they shed their shirts, the front end of their shell. If you find a roly-poly that's kind of pink on one end, that means that it has shed half of its exoskeleton, a process called molting. Now, sow bugs and pill bugs are dark gray and pretty small, between a quarter of an inch and three quarters of an inch long. That's about the length of the first joint of your pinky finger. They have seven pairs of legs and two pairs of antennae, although you can only see one of them. There are two main differences between roly-polies and sow bugs. Sow bugs have an extra pair of little antenna-looking things sticking out behind their rear ends. That's a giveaway. And sow bugs can't roll up into a little ball the way roly-polies can. Now, you know how human blood is red? That's because it contains a lot of iron. But roly-poly blood is blue because it contains a lot of copper. Now, roly-polies have something in common with kangaroos, the duck-billed platypus, and possums. They all carry their young in a pouch on their belly. The young roly-polies stay in the pouch for several days after hatching before heading out into the big wide world. Now, here's another interesting fact. Roly-polies don't pee. Instead, they convert their waste into a chemical called urea, which they then excrete directly through their exoskeletons. Now, in addition to drinking through their mouths, roly-polies can also drink water through their butts. Yes, they have little tubes on their rear end that are called uropods that work like straws for slurping up water. Who knew? Another interesting fact, roly-polies eat their own poop. Gross, right? But there's a reason for this. Every time a roly-poly poops, it loses a little bit of the copper it needs for its body to create blood. So to get it back, it eats its poop. Finally, roly-polies and sow bugs breathe through gills like fish and other animals that live in the water. But they can't live underwater. If they fall in or they get submerged, they drown. They do have to live in moist areas, though, which is why you typically find them in shady, mossy spots. So there you go, Jeff. I hope this was useful. 
Good luck with your presentation, and thanks for your message, and thanks for being curious. And for all you other listeners, thanks for hanging in there. A few words about the lowly roly-poly. I'm Steve Shepard with the Natural Curiosity Project. I created this program because I believe that curiosity leads to discovery, discovery leads to knowledge, knowledge leads to insight, and insight leads to understanding. Every episode covers a story that we should all be curious about. So from my heart, thank you for the gift of your time. I hope you found it worthwhile. And don't forget to visit the Silverback Digest at silverbackdigest.com the Natural Curiosity Project's partner in the business of shining light on all the interesting things out there that are worth knowing about. See you in the next episode.